Little honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show that is dedicated to the people of our Appalachian region who produce, prepare, and preserve our foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. Our theme song was graciously sung, arranged, and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee. We are really, really proud of this talented 13-year-old Tennessee performer. Today, we are setting the table with an oldie but a goodie. I've been going through the pantry to bring back an encore story to share here today. We're going to visit with John Fleer of Rhubarb Restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina. He is one of the original chefs behind the Farm to Table movement and formerly the chef of Blackberry Farm over a decade ago. Fred Sosman has a special potluck radio segment on King Tut's Grill in Vestal, Tennessee. I've got a big list of events and markets in our area presented by area nonprofit organizations. It is truly an honor and a privilege to have your good company. Now let's get started. A couple of years back, I visited with Chef John Fleer, who owns and operates Rhubarb Restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina. The reason I'm featuring him is that he is one of the chefs over 15 years ago who began bringing local cuisine to the fine dining experience to give guests an experience of place when he was the chef at Blackberry Farm. Chef Fleer is considered one of the major chefs behind the farm-to-table movement, and he spent many years as a resident right here in East Tennessee. So, let's join Chef John Fleer now and hear more about Rhubarb, his restaurant, and his philosophy behind the restaurant. with John Fleer and it's Chef John Fleer and he's got this great restaurant called Rhubarb in Asheville and how are you today John? I'm doing wonderfully. Well good. Very happy that you're here. Well thanks for sparing some time. It's really very appreciated. So hey you were telling me about your WDBX keychain now. Mm -hmm. Now so you're a WDBX fan? I have been for a very long time. How can you not be living in East Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I still have my house key on my bright yellow trailer-shaped um, key fob that says WDVX on it. So that's so fantastic. Uh, don't listen online as often as I should, but I do occasionally. So 
well, you've got a big restaurant and kids and a life. And All of that. It's yeah. kind of hard <laughs> to just, you know, sit by yourself and stream something sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I am glad that you have been listening, so that's that's wonderful. Here we are talking with you in your restaurant, and um, some people are or are not familiar. A lot of people go, where did John Fleer go? Like, what's he doing now? <laughs> now what? So, set us straight. Would you, what, what's Rhubarb? He went home. <laughs> that boy went, he went home. He, went, he got back across the mountain and, and came home to North Carolina. Sounds good. That was the... Um, that was the objective. Uh, you know, when I left Blackberry, it was both my wife and I grew up in Winston-Salem. And um, over the years, the 20 years we lived in, in Maryville, you know, Asheville was our kind of waypoint. We would stop here to grab a bite to eat. We'd come over for a, you know, a, a day-long getaway and or we'd swap our kids with my parents um you know we'd drop them off if we needed a couple of days to go and do something and just over those over that time we watched Asheville grow and um, become this really dynamic interesting place with a wonderful food scene and wonderful farmers markets and so when we did decide to get back across the mountain we decided that Asheville was our destination and here we are well it's it's a great spot and your place is right downtown. I mean, really, basically, catty corner to the Asheville Art Museum and this big odalisk downtown. Right, the Vance Monument, which they've just refinished. Oh, okay. They dug up a time machine, uh, not a time machine, a time capsule yes. uh, from the late 1800s, and they um, took that as an opportunity to clean and refurbish the monument, and they're going to put another time capsule in there sometime this summer. So. Nice. That's, that's really but that's cool. definitely the, the landmark of here at the crossroads of downtown. Yes. Well, this is a, a great spot, and uh, you were smart. You took your time, too. You didn't just go build something fast. You, I did. You, you took your time. <laughs> Painstakingly. <laughs> and that's why everybody's like, what's he doing? What is he doing? You know. Well, I, I did, uh, in 2009, I opened a restaurant called Canyon Kitchen out in Cashers, North Carolina, for my friend uh, Sally Eason, who operates Sunburst Trout. Um, and so that was a way to get a, a foot in western North Carolina. We actually continued to live in, in Maryville for three of the first three years that restaurant was open. It's very seasonal, so we would operate, you know, from Memorial Day into the fall, and I would drive over to Cashers from Maryville, um, stay for four days, five days, and then come back home and be with the family for a couple days and then, you know, not do anything in the, in the wintertime in terms of a restaurant, except look for a home for, for what would become rhubarb, so, and eventually that happened in 2013, in the fall of 2013. Your inspiration behind rhubarb, what did you envision you wanted your restaurant to be? Well... I envisioned, um, I think one of the initial, I think the driving force, I think, was that it be a very democratic with a little d restaurant. I knew that I was going to be in this crossroads of um, 
sort of all the things and all the people that that happen in in Asheville, and I knew I couldn't have uh, and didn't want at all to have a sort of precious little restaurant somewhere that only a few would come to. I really uh, felt like I had, uh, in a lot of ways, I had done that for a long time, um, and um, so it was important to me to to cook and be in a different way um, and to make food that was uh, very much about the ingredients that was very which we are so lucky in Asheville to have tremendous producers of not only farmers but of all kinds of things um, and it was important to to make that accessible we don't have any walls between the kitchen and the the dining room um, we have community tables where we host Sunday supper where you know, people can come together who haven't met each other before and and pass food and swap stories and share conversation. Um, and we're right here on the street, you know, right here on everything that you don't... It's not hard to find us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not tucked away. <laughs> it's right out there. So, and we're, you know, in the... Like Friday night, you know, we have we have this a wonderful busking population here in... Uh, in Asheville and this is one of the favorite corners here and so Friday night uh, Mark was playing his uh, electrified fiddle and had a crowd of a hundred people probably out here on the other side of our gate and then we had all of our folks here on the patio that were enjoying his music and it was just um, you know one of those magical atmospheres that makes you just feel really tied to a to a place that's, that's I don't know if I answered your question, but uh, the, oh, the, the big thing ever. was to make it make sure that it was, um, I mean, that was the, the guiding word was democratic in terms of accessibility, in terms of the simplicity of the relationship between the food and the three toys I bought for myself, a wood-fired grill, a wood-fired oven, and a, and a very hot griddle or plancha as we call it. Well, I mean, you know, it is a, it is a, it's a, it's a bigger restaurant than I imagined. I will tell you that. Yeah. Um, and so, um, although you know, we do reservations, we do fill up with reservations, um, especially during the weekends and during the summer and fall season. Mm-hmm. We don't take any reservations on the patio, and it's completely first come, first serve. Um, our chef bar is. First come, first serve. We don't take reservations for that as well. So there's always, even if we're booked for reservations, there's always an opportunity. That's a really good way to work it. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you what your take is on cornbread? Um, everything that I know about cornbread, I learned from my grandfather in one sentence. And that is... Um, he told me there was some time when I was trying out a recipe while he was still alive uh, for cornbread that had uh, a little dose of sugar in it, and he simply said to me, "If if if that has sugar in it, it is not cornbread. It's a Johnny cake." Well, so duly noted. <laughs> duly noted. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, hey, 
Uh, in addition to that, great corn cornmeal, um, wonderful cruise farm buttermilk, and uh, a little Benton's bacon grease, and you, you're pretty much going to be set, right? Yes. <laughs> it's hard not to be set with those things. Yeah. So here at Rhubarb in Asheville, what are your hours, and what's your website? So the website is rhubarbashville.com. And our, we serve, we are closed on Tuesdays. Okay. We serve from 1130 uh, through dinner, uh, Tuesday through Monday then. And we're open, we open an hour earlier uh, for brunch on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So we have the, and we have this great patio during the summer. We serve a patio, what we call the patio menu, in the mid-afternoon. So after lunch hours, to give the kitchen time to transition, we serve a little bit simpler menu um, to have out there on the patio, and people can sit and watch all the circus of Asheville pass by. It's <laughs> Chef John Fleer of Rhubarb in Asheville, thank you so much for being our guest. Well, thanks for coming to visit here at Rhubarb. It's been a real pleasure to get the chance to chat. Thank you. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, and you've just heard an interview with Chef John Fleer of Rhubarb Restaurant in Asheville, North Carolina. And always, details and contact information and links for all my guests are mentioned events, always online at TennesseeFarmTable.com, under that link that says Listen to the Show. Up next, I've got a big list of events that are happening in our area, and after that, Fred Sossman will let us know about his visit with Mo of King Tut's in Vestal, Tennessee. Here are several activities and events sponsored by area nonprofit groups that are farming, food, or agriculturally related. If you're in your car and you can't scribble this stuff down, I always have these links on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com, under the link that says Listen to the Show. The Nourish Knoxville Market Square Farmer's Market is now open and takes place weekly on Wednesdays from 11 to 2 and Saturdays from 9 until 2. These markets run until November. There are four markets operated by East Tennessee Farmers Association of Retail Marketing and they are open and as follows. Tuesday is the Ebenezer Road Farmer's Market from 3 until 6 located where Westland Drive joins Ebenezer in West Knoxville. Wednesday is the Oak Ridge Farmer's Market from 3 until 6 at Jackson Square. Friday is the Lake Shore Park Farmer's Market from 3 until 6 p.m. Saturday is the Oak Ridge Farmer's Market from 8 a.m. until 12 noon at Jackson Square. The Miracle Farmer's Market is now open and takes place every Saturday from 9 a.m. until 12 noon at Founders Square in downtown Miraville. The Dixie Lee Farmer's Market in Far West Knotts County now open every Saturday from 9 until 12 noon at 12740 Kingston Pike. The CAC Beardsley Community Farm has put out a call for scholarship sponsorships to send a child to the upcoming Beardsley Farm Camp, which takes place June 4th through 8th. The goal of the farm is to host a camp that is inclusive to all children of all socioeconomic levels. And Beardsley Farm is celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. 
They are hosting their annual Solstice Supper event to mark the special occasion on the farm's accomplishments. The dinner features four courses and includes local craft beer and a hand selection of wine. This is a ticketed event and it takes place June 21st at 6 p.m. The East Tennessee Chapter of National Young Farmers Coalition is a networking and advocacy group for new and beginning farmers. This group hosts four to six events per year, such as potlucks, farm tours, and film screenings, and a great way to meet other local growers. Second Harvest Food Bank is in need of volunteers to help pick produce at Century Harvest Farms in Greenback, Tennessee. Century Harvest Farm Foundation and Second Harvest Food Bank have partnered together and this produce will then be donated and distributed to Second Harvest Food Bank partner organizations that serve 18 counties in our East Tennessee area. To volunteer or for more information by email greg at secondharvest.com tn.org. The Sevierville Commons Farmer's Market is now open on Fridays from 9 a.m. until 1.30. The Morgan County Farmer's Market will be open on Saturdays this year. Their opening day will be June 2nd from 9 a.m. till 12 p.m. or sellout. The location of this market is Wartburg, Tennessee, and I think it's the old courthouse. And there is a brand new East Side Sunday Farmer's Market in East Knoxville every Sunday beginning June 3rd until August 23rd from 2 p.m. until 5 p.m. at the Tabernacle Baptist Church at 2137 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. The Harriman Farmer's Market will open Saturday, June 2nd at 8 a.m. at the David Webb Riverfront Park in Harriman, Tennessee. And there is a new East Tennessee Children's Hospital Farmer's Market held the last Friday of the month. The next one will be the last Friday of June. The time for the market is 10 a.m. And again, links and phone numbers to all this that I just read can always be found in one big list at TennesseeFarmTable.com under that link that says listen to the show. And now let's join our friend Fred Sausman and hear more about King Tut's Restaurant, located in Vestal, Tennessee. For Potluck Radio, I'm Fred Sausman. King Tut's Grill is a Cairo karaoke roadhouse run by Christian Orthodox Coptics in the Vestal community of Knoxville, Tennessee. I know most of the customers by name when they walk in here. I always call them by name. Monir Girgis, known to all of his friends as Mo, operates King Tut's with his wife Seham. I have best Greek salad ever. That's what I eat all the time. Best Greek salad ever. It's number one here. That's what bring everybody from everywhere. The recipes used at King Tut's Grill come from Seham's mother back in Cairo, Egypt. Koshari, it's a mix of rice, macaroni, lentil with tomato sauce, basil, rosemary, fresh herbs diced in it. I recommend it highly. How'd you get so funky? 
So I start buying music instruments, one for each customer. I installed all these disco lights. And when the disco light is on, people stand up tables, chairs, they do the Macarena, Rocky Top party going on. Also plus, I keep them busy with plenty karaoke. I go to a lot of restaurants to eat, and many times I ask them for small ice water or something, and they bring me very tiny glass, and it will never be enough. So I serve them in a flower vase, and that's very easy to get because I always find them everywhere. Plus, I have customers walking here before they having garage sale or flea market. They always think about tomorrow, so they always walk in here with a flower vase. For Potluck Radio at King Tut's Grill, I'm Fred Saussman. This is Karen Schenkels, winner of the 2015 National Cornbread Festival Cook-Off, and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.